Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 120, 2 Samuel chapters 6 and 7. If you enjoy this podcast, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash BFW. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. How are you today? I'm fine. Great. I think we have a fine episode before us. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I don't really remember where we are, though. I think last time God was playing almost like children play. Let's go play with those guys, and I'll come around the end, and we'll scare them, and we'll... But in this case, it's actually killing people. God was actively involved in, in this the battle killing. than a yeah. killing than usual. Mm-hmm. But the main thing I thought that happened in the last episode was that David finally became king. Oh, that's right. For real, and for all of Israel and Judah. And he moved to Jerusalem mm-hmm. from Hebron, had a bunch of kids, sons. We don't know about daughters, but had a bunch of sons. <laughs> and, I guess that is more important than God playing playing battle with David. And his rival, <laughs> oh, Saul's son, Ishbosheth. Ishbosheth was murdered because mm-hmm, he became too weak by his own captains and then they brought the head and then David didn't like it and killed, killed them, them. <laughs> yeah, and hung, hung them. their body up yeah, a lot of stuff happened in the last episode <laughs> all right so I guess we're all primed now yeah great so chapter six David and 30,000 chosen men went to retrieve the ark of God so is yeah. that the ark of the covenant yes and it's been missing it's been at this one guy's house for 20 years. Remember, Philistines stole it. Uh-huh. This is way back in early in 1 Samuel. So it's a long time ago. I guess it's about 20 years ago. And the the Philistines, they stole it, and then they were getting hemorrhoids. <laughs> and so they'd get hemorrhoids in one city, and then they'd say, let's send it somewhere else. So they do that, and they yeah. kept going. And finally, they just decided, we better get rid of it. And they made five golden hemorrhoids and stuff. Oh, that's right. Put it in an ark, and it went off. And it ended up going to the, uh, back to the Israelites. And how did it go? It went all by itself. It was being led by... A couple of oxen, I think. Oxen. Uh-huh. Yeah. And whichever way they went, if they went one way, then that meant that God had sent the hemorrhoids. Yeah. If it went another way, it would mean he didn't. And then it ended up going to this town in Judah, and it's been there ever since. And did the people in that town in Judah get hemorrhoids? Do we? No, know? no, only the Philistines were getting hemorrhoids. Oh, that oh. was a Philistine thing. I see. And then when the Philistines sent it to the uh, Israelites, uh-huh. and it got to the back across the border, yeah. then the Israelites took the ark, and they kept it at this guy's house, and it's been there ever since. Nobody had the guts to go get it to test. I don't know. It's been there since. Okay. So they're going to go get it now. All right. So when they arrived at the house of Abinadab, I guess it was parked at Abinadab's house, mm-hmm. they set the ark on a cart driven by Uzzah and a heel. David and everyone in Israel played before the Lord with every kind of musical instrument. Oh, so they're like, it's like a parade. It's a parade, yeah. <laughs> While carrying the ark, the oxen stumbled, causing it to fall. Uh-oh. To keep the ark from being damaged, Uzzah touched the ark. For some reason, I think that is not a good thing. For some reason, I would think it would be a very good thing. 
they they were doing all this crazy dancing and carrying on and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was on a cart. It, it would Uneven. Be, uh, yeah, so it'd be easy to fall off. And so it was falling. So some guy tried to keep it from falling. I would not think that would be a, a problem. I don't either. I, but the reason you think it would be because you know what's going to happen. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so verse 7 says, so God killed him. Yeah. So God killed the guy, Uzzah, for trying to keep the ark from falling. Yeah, that seems crazy. Mm -hmm. Verse 8, David was displeased with God's killing of Uzzah, but he was also afraid of God. <laughs> <laughs> he has conflicting emotions Oh, right uh, yeah. <laughs> so David decided not to bring the ark to Jerusalem after all. He brought it to the house of Obedimon, the Gittite, instead. That's a funny name. Yeah. Obebedom, I think it is. Obebedom. Anyway, he brought it to this guy's house instead. Mm -hmm. So he brought it there, and it sounds like he brought it there because, hey, we're kind of done with this. God's killing people that touch it. Let's get rid of this thing. Yeah. First so, time God was giving people hemorrhoids or yeah, the Philistines hemorrhoids. Right. Now he's killing people who try to protect it when it tries to fall. So I think David was really upset, and he decided, we better, let's just uh, park it someplace. Yeah. So he did that. And then verse 13, during the journey, they sacrificed an ox and a fat calf every six steps. Every six steps. While David danced nearly naked with only a linen ephod covering him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Picture that. So it's like a little speedo. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but I think it's not really because a speedo is pretty well attached, right? This just flops up. When he oh. gets excited, it just, you know. <laughs> so he's flashing people. That's what he's doing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And and the really weird, and well, so many weird things about this. But a, sacrificing an ox and a calf every step. Every six steps. Oh, sorry. Every six steps. You yeah, just I kind of looked this up. Uh -huh. And it turns out that the Ob Ob Obedad, or Ob Ob this guy's house, yeah. <laughs> is uh, about... 17 kilometers or something like that. Okay. So they would end up sacrificing several thousand oxen calves. Oh, an ox and a fat calf. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and did they even have enough people around to... I mean, were they eating that or were they just... I don't know. Okay. It doesn't say so much because before they said that they brought, what, 30,000 people or something? Oh, yeah. But then this is three months later, so who knows? Yeah. Okay. So that, that's just, we're going to put that down as bizarre and oh, yeah. wasteful. And, and if, cruel, right? And, You're killing all those animals. And David's going to get kind of tired. Does he dance through the whole <laughs> thing, through the ox barbecue and the, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so verse 16. When David's first wife, Michael, and you know, when we call her Michael like that, I get confused and think she's a man. Yeah, she's not. She's not. She's Saul's son, the one that he bought for 200 Philistine Saul's foreskins. Saul's daughter. Saul's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Saul's daughter that he bought for 200 Philistine foreskins. Oh, yes. A very special woman. And then Saul gave her away, and then he got her got back. Got her back, yeah. yeah. Um, so when David's first wife, Michael, saw David's performance, she despised him and said to him, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself to all the slave girls in the kingdom like some shameless man who exposes himself. Uh-huh. So he's got a little slap down or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but was she with them? 
the way that this is usually pictured mm-hmm. is she's there in Jerusalem watching the procession to come in yeah. with David dancing naked. She and all of the her, the other, her. his other wives and ladies are watching him come in. She's disgusted. Okay. And then David replied, God chose me as king over your father and your family. I will play before him if I want to. He sounds like a little kid, doesn't uh-huh. he? Yeah. So I will be even more vile than that. I will be disgusting in my own sight, but honored by all the slave girls in the kingdom. So God punished Michael for criticizing David, so she never had any children. So bizarre. Yeah. So God was Okay with that. He he liked David's performance, (laughs) and he really didn't like the idea that his wife, Michael, would criticize him. Yeah. For dancing naked or nearly naked. Anyway, chapter 7. Mm-hmm. One day King David sat in his house and said to Nathan the prophet, I live in his house of cedar, but the ark lives within curtains. That evening, God said to Nathan, Tell David that this is what God says. Should you build me a house to live in? I haven't lived in a proper house since I brought the Israelites out of Egypt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, poor guy. No since place to live, a homeless God. A homeless God. Yeah. Since then, I've been living in a tent and a tabernacle. I am building you a house. When you die, the seed that comes out of your bowels will build me a house, and I'll establish his throne forever. I don't even know what that sentence means. You mean seeds coming out of his bowels? Yeah, I guess the bowels are... I don't know. Both ends, according to God. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is weird, isn't it? Yes. But that's what it says. I didn't make that up. Okay. <laughs> but I know, you know what he's talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. Your, your son. Yeah, so not David. David's not going to build him a house. No, no. So David's wondering, hey, should I build... I feel kind of bad. Eh, it's okay. It's you know, it's kind of bad. It's a little rough for me camping out all this time. <laughs> but no, don't don't do it. I'll, I'll I'll have your son do it. Okay. He goes on. It's kind of a long little speech uh, that speech God has. Uh huh. I'll always be merciful to him, and I won't abandon him like I did Saul. And we're talking about him, David here. No, Cause... he's talking about his son who he hasn't identified yet. Oh. You know, David's had some sons. Yes. But he hasn't had the son that he's talking about here. And who is that son? Do we know? We do, but I can't say. <laughs> okay. Well, I could, but I don't think I will because that's something that the, you know, if you just read this far in the Bible, uh-huh. you wouldn't know. Okay. Our listeners are just going to have to wait. We have to wait, yeah. Probably not too much longer. Can't give, you give. can't give too many spoilers here. <laughs> All right, so I just want to get it straight in my head. David is talking to Nathan. Yeah. And then that night, God comes and talks to Nathan. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden, God is talking to David. Well, no, not sort of. But he's talking to David through Nathan. Oh, so he's telling Nathan, say this to David. Yeah. uh Okay. (laughs) God. (laughs) Um, I'll always be merciful to him, his son, and I won't abandon him like I did Saul. Your house, kingdom, and throne will last forever. And Nathan told him what God said. David sat in front of God and said, You're great. 
There aren't any gods like you, at least not any that we've heard about. (laughs) (laughs) You said you'd build a house for me, so I decided to say this prayer to you. Okay, so this is David (laughs) sitting in front of God saying this. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God, you are great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, So I decided to say this prayer to you. Be good to me like you promised. God, bless my house. Make it last forever. Yeah. All right. So David's kind of a suck up here a little bit, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's lots of things, isn't he? He's a colorful character, that's for yes. sure. Yes, and never ever did anything wrong in never his life. Never did anything wrong. Well, no. we'll find out. There's one thing. Oh, a really that's important coming thing. up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there was kind of a lot in this episode. Yeah. Weird names. Yeah. Abidadom. I think that's it. Abidadom or Abidabom. Oh, or is it oh? Oh, Bidabam. Oh, you're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, these biblical names are, are hard to deal with. Yes. Okay. Well, listeners, thanks for sticking with us. And thanks, Steve. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye.